Hello and welcome to another episode of the Speak the Truth podcast. I am your host, Matt Tardio. Today's episode is being sponsored by Song Finch. Now, what if I told you that the Houthi rebels were once designated as a foreign terrorist organization and in 2021, the Biden administration had them removed from that list. And I do think that most people inside of this country would agree with the actions that they have been conducting, that they are still a foreign terrorist organization. In the last several months, the Houthi rebels have shut down 90 percent of the container traffic through the Red Sea. That is huge. It is down 90% from last year on the international shipping route in the Red Sea. First, we're going to get into exactly what happened last night between the United States, the UK, and the Houthi rebels. Now, what is currently up on your screen is the official statement from the Air Force commander responsible for that region on the strikes against the Houthi positions in Yemen. And I quote, at the direction of the U.S. Central Command, U.S. Air Force Central CENTCOM's Joint and Combined Air Component Command executed deliberate strikes on over 60 targets at 16 Iranian-backed Houthi militant locations, including command and control nodes, munitions depots, launching systems, production facilities, and air defense radar systems. Over 100 precision-guided munitions of various types were used in the strikes. These strikes were comprised of coalition air and maritime strike and support assets from across the region, including U.S. Naval Forces, Central Command aircraft, and Tomahawk land attack missiles launched from surface and subsurface platforms. Now, over 100 munitions got launched by the United States military against 60 separate targets, and the targets they picked absolutely degrade the Houthis' ability to defend themselves from incoming attacks and also their ability to project themselves across the entire region. Now, on this map that I have pulled up on your screen, down in blue in the country of Yemen, that is Houthi-controlled territory. They control the vast majority of population in Yemen, even though it doesn't look like much on this map. That is where the majority of the population of Yemen does, in fact, live. Now, that red outer ring you can see going across your map is everything that the Houthi rebels were able to touch before last night with all of their munitions. They do have capabilities of launching munitions as far north as central Iraq, encompassing all of Israel, touching parts of Syria, completely cutting Egypt in half. Jordan, they can project themselves pretty dang far. And in fact, they did with one of their opening shots they fired against Israel. They actually had ICBM shot down inside of outer space for the first time in history. A shot fired in anger got shot down in outer space and the shot originated from Yemen from Houthi controlled territory. They 1000% are not a force to just ignore and pretend like they don't exist because they can reach out and they can touch U.S. interests all across the Middle East. Now, outlined in this press release from February 12th, 2021, revocation of the terrorist designation of Answer a Lot. That is the name of the Houthi rebels. Effective 16 June, I am revoking the designation of Answer a Lot, sometimes referred to as the Houthis as a foreign terrorist organization under the Immigration and Nationality Act and as a specially designated global terrorist pursuant to Executive Order 13224 as amended. They go on further to state, this decision is in recognition of the dire humanitarian situation in Yemen. We have listened to warnings from the United Nations, humanitarian groups, and bipartisan members of Congress, amongst others, that the designations could have a devastating impact 
on Yemeni's access to basic commodities like food and fuel. What they are effectively saying is we are going to take the Houthis off of the terrorist list because of a humanitarian concern inside of Yemen. It's important to understand how much money we have been pumping into Yemen, and I'm going to explain why in just a moment. Now, here is a press release from USAID on February 27th, 2023, not even one year ago. Today's Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, announced more than $444 million in additional humanitarian aid to help the people of Yemen, of which $440 million is through the USAID this brings the United States total assistance to the humanitarian response in Yemen to over $5.4 billion since the conflict began in September of 2014. For some reason, the United States government thought it would be a good idea to undesignate the Houthis as a terrorist organization in order to provide tons of money. Now, again, remember, I told you that they undesignate them in 2021, but we have been giving money to Yemen and the people since 2014, totaling almost $5.4 billion. And how far did that get the United States? Well, let's take a look. The Houthis have been able to take merchant vessels captive and the crews hostage. They've attacked numerous ships within the Red Sea. They even claimed to target a U.S warship just the other day, the day before the United States decided to launch their attack in conjunction with the UK against the Houthis. Now, you would think with all of the $5.4 billion in aid that we've been giving to the people inside of Yemen that they'd be a little bit more grateful. But unfortunately, this is turning into a case of they love to bite the hand that feeds them. Just this morning inside Yemen, after the US launches attack, scenes like this started to emerge from around the country. Now that looks bad enough in itself, but what if I told you that that is so tiny in comparison to the rally that I just found? Take a look at this video coming out of Yemen today as reported. Look at that crowd of people. And do you think they are grateful or happy for what the United States has done for them? feel like you guys kind of get the point that even though we have given a massive amount of financial aid, even though we have undesignated the Houthis as a terrorist organization, they decided it would be within their best interest to stand with the people of Gaza and shut down the Red Sea and start attacking merchant vessels that were traveling through it and then decided it would be a good idea to target U.S. warships for shooting their munitions out of the sky that were targeting civilian vessels. The United States quite literally had no other choice but to respond with knocking out the Houthis' capabilities before it went too far and they started actually sinking ships. Now, the Houthis did, in fact, hit multiple commercial vessels inside of the Red Sea, catching them on fire, and the United States government and the United States Navy responded over to the area and assisted the crews and did not retaliate at the time. However, last week, the United States government definitely 
warned them in both a White House statement as well as U.S. CENTCOM statement and statements from Secretary of State Anthony Blinken. Additionally, before we even launched the strikes to take out the 60 targets of the Houthi rebels, we told them hours in advance that we were going to do it. Either way, the Houthis are still claiming that the United States ended up killing five of their people in the airstrikes last night. Now, out of actioning 60 targets, I can't help but believe that that warning actually made its way to the front line and got the Houthi rebels out of there and just destroyed the infrastructure and weapon systems themselves. Just a few minutes after the attack took place, Word started to spread across the Middle East that the United States Embassy in Baghdad was being attacked. This rumor started on the internet with several vloggers posting that sirens could be heard outside of the embassy along with a loud explosion. However, when we look at the U.S. embassy statements, nothing of the sort actually came out. Last night, the Houthi rebels said they shot down an F-22 over Yemen, and just today, they actually claimed to shoot down another U.S. aircraft over the Red Sea. The claims made by the Houthis that they shot down both an F-22 Raptor and an additional aircraft over the Red Sea today are both false. Now, it becomes very clear to me, even when dealing with the Houthi rebels, that if you give the people of Yemen $5.4 million, you still cannot buy their love. But maybe if the United States government does feel like going that route, they could maybe come up with something a little bit better, like a custom song from Songfinch. Because, you know, Valentine's Day is right around the corner and flowers aren't going to cut it this year. I want you to forget the teddy bear, chocolates, perfume with Songfinch. You can gift a memory they will never forget. Songfinch is the ultimate gift to show how much you care. An original studio quality song inspired by your story that's completely unique, personal, and it lasts forever. Songfinch will walk you through a simple four-step process to create an original song. All you have to do is tell them about who the song is for, provide some personal details, and let them know the type of song you want. Then you pick your favorite Songfinch artist or get matched with one, and they'll pour their heart into writing, recording, and producing your original song in just four to seven days. Ladies and gentlemen, they are not kidding when they tell you how easy it is to actually get one of these songs put together and how user-friendly their website is. I personally put a Songfinch song together for my wife and surprised her with it on text. She loved it. Check out her response. I, I wanted to capture it for you guys so you'd believe me. It's incredible. Now, it doesn't stop there. Special add-ons can help to commemorate the occasion even more, like a vinyl recording of your song, one-of-a-kind art crafted from your lyrics, or adding your song to streaming services so you can more easily surprise your unsuspecting recipient. Songfinch is the only original music platform that guarantees that you'll love your song or they'll work with you until you do. They stand behind their community of talented artists and every original song they create, which is over 300,000 of them. This Valentine's Day, put your heart on the line with studio quality song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. For a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song on Spotify for free, so you can listen to your new favorite song anywhere you go. Go to songfinch.com slash speak the truth and start your song after your purchase. You'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free. That's a $50 value. This original offer is only available for my listeners at my special URL. That is songfinch.com slash speak the truth. That is songfinch.com slash speak the truth. Do not wait. Get started 
now. Again, I'd like to thank Songfish for sponsoring this video. I don't know, maybe the United States government should make a nice little song and send it over to them, see if we can win them over. Seems like $5.4 billion worth of aid didn't work, so maybe a song. You know, people love music, speaks to their soul. Now, I know I told you yesterday that the British government also took part in these airstrikes. Right here, I have the video for you released by the British military, which details their strikes. There's no songs to these, there's no music, just the beautiful splashes that you get to enjoy of them taking out terrorist targets. Here is another angle that the Brits released. You can see two different targets that they end up launching two separate strikes on. Down at the bottom, the U.S. also fired on targets, while the MOD has confirmed that the RAF was involved in strikes at two locations. There's one and two. Just beautiful. Just beautiful. Now, as you can see here, the Houthis did come out with their own public statement afterwards. A military spokesman for the Houthi rebels stated, the American British enemy brutally invaded Yemen with 73 attacks. We will not hesitate to target all threat positions. The assault led to the martyrdom of five people and the injuries of six. This aggression will not deter us from our positions in supporting the Palestinian people against the oppression of the aggressors. American and British aggression will not go answered and unpunished. What would an attack look like against the United States from the Houthi rebels? Ladies and gentlemen, they are closer than you would think to actual U.S. military personnel on ground, less than 100 miles away from them. Welcome to the Horn of Africa and the Middle East. As you look right here where this dot's at, right in the middle of your screen, we're going to zoom down in on that. As we get closer, you can see Yemen being outlined. Again, Houthi-controlled territory stretches roughly this location here. And this dot, as we zoom in, is Camp Lemonnier. It is a military base. It also has international forces stationed on it routinely. As we zoom out and you look, you are looking at roughly 100 miles from Camp Lemonnier to Yemen. Now, this base has been in this area for decades. Let's go ahead and switch over to Google Earth so that you can actually see the view of what's going on. And again, this is all open source information. Nothing groundbreaking here, but the Houthis do have access to this and they can see it. And believe you me, they know exactly where this location is at. With that being said, members of the United States government, as well as multiple news analysts across the media, have been blasting President Biden for acting prematurely, trying to say that he didn't have the authority to do it, which is a lie, and also that he was being very nearsighted. Ladies and gentlemen, I actually believe that President Biden made a good call in doing this. He severely diminished the Houthis' capability, and with U.S. military personnel stationed less than 100 miles from their territory, he had to act in order to defend our people. The Houthis already claimed they shot a United States ship. They have shot multiple merchant vessels traveling through the Red Sea. And again, they closed off more than 90% of the traffic traveling through the Red Sea. At some point, it has to stop. And the United States needs to send a firm signal that we will not stand for this in the Middle East. And the problem is we haven't had a firm stance against the Houthis in the last decade. We've gone from targeting them to designating them a terrorist organization to providing humanitarian aid and assistance to ripping them off the foreign terrorist organization list 
And now we're back to attacking them again. I think it's pretty fair to say they have no idea what the hell the United States wants to do, and they feel like a beaten stepchild that doesn't know what the heck they're doing wrong. The United States needs to send a firm message to the Houthi rebels to get it through their brain. If they continue to attack ships in the Red Sea, if they continue to attack foreign military personnel, they will be answered back with overwhelming firepower. I don't think blasting 60 targets is nearly enough for a rebel group that has ICBMs that have already been shot out of outer space targeting another country. When you further add up that we warned them prior to the attack to minimize damage and that only five rebels actually got killed in all of that bombing, it goes further to tell you that they're likely not taking us seriously. I'm telling you from my own personal experience inside of the Middle East, the only thing terrorist organizations like the Houthis understand is overwhelming violence. In the moment you show weakness, they will take advantage of you. And that is precisely what we're about to see again. It is a guarantee that without more intervention, the Houthi rebels will continue to target vessels in the Red Sea, including merchant and military vessels. Further, if we do not diminish their forces nearly enough, they will reach out and attempt to attack bases in both Iraq and in the Horn of Africa. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the time our country should be less divided and be pulling more together. After 9-11 happened, there wasn't division in this country. We were united. And right now, what we're seeing in these terrorist attacks and when the U.S. responds to them is we see division. We see people questioning the commander-in-chief on military action. And that's fine. It's a country. You're allowed to do that. But you also need to understand that these people's love cannot be bought. They cannot be reasoned with. We have tried that with $5.4 billion attempting to help them. And even today on the streets, the vast majority of that population, you saw it in the videos, was cheering against us and they want the Houthis to go after them. They want the Red Sea shut down and they're all about U.S. military and foreign military personnel being attacked. Now, the Houthis are doing this because they believe they're defending the people in Gaza. And on the other side of the house from the people that don't want military action, they're saying that we should attempt a ceasefire in order to stop actions like this. But again, we've seen what happens to those situations when we allow Hamas to function as a government entity and not to attack them and allow them to grow. All we got was October 7th, and to think we're going to get anything different out of the Houthis by providing them billions more in foreign aid and assistance is ludicrous. It's time to start dealing with these people once and for all. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the Speak the Truth podcast. You can catch our live sessions Monday through Friday starting at 9 a.m. If you are a true supporter, our members-only lives start at 8 a.m. If you'd like to support the channel, you can become a true supporter and get special access to members-only live sessions, a chance to win a brand new handcrafted knife, and several special edition hats that are only going to be given away to true supporters. Additionally, you can always like, share, and follow this channel. Peace, love, happiness. God bless. I'm out of here.